It's what we need to survive. It's something that is the most essential to life, but we take for granted the most. We in America have had such an abundance of access to clean water. I promise you, if you take a trip somewhere where people don't have it, it'll change your whole perception of what it is. Welcome to the SC Featured Podcast. I'm Jen Latta. Since coming into the NFL 10 years ago, Chris Long has shared the philanthropic side of his life with the public. Two years ago, when he was with the St. Louis Rams, he and fellow teammate William Hayes experienced life as homeless people to better understand what day-to-day life is like on the streets. After the violent protests in Long's hometown of Charlottesville, Virginia this summer, he began donating his game checks to a scholarship fund for two students to attend his former high school. But it was a trip to Tanzania that opened his eyes to a global crisis and spurred him to action. Michelle Beisner-Buck has more. People often find purpose in the most unexpected places. Eagles defensive end Chris Long found his five years ago in the African bush of Tanzania. Here, you and I. There we go. (laughs) You have over 650 million people without clean water in the world, and I saw the effects of that when I went on my trip. It's what we need to survive. It's something that is the most essential to life, but we take for granted the most. It was a lesson that myself as an American, I needed to kind of learn that lesson. After returning home from the East African nation, Chris's call to action became clear. He began planning annual fundraising expeditions to the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro, along with former NFLer and Army Green Beret, Nate Boyer. Every dollar raised goes directly to an initiative that they call the Water Boys. Water Boys, 2017. Consider Kilimanjaro conquered. Ha! It's a network of pro athletes, mainly football players, that have gotten behind spreading awareness, educating people on the clean water crisis, uh, what that entails, the things that people are going through on a regular basis around the world, and raising money, uh, first and foremost, to combat that crisis in Tanzania, where I've been and where I first learned about the issue. And so for me, a lot of people say, why Tanzania? I feel like if I sat around all day wondering, you know, the best place to start to change the world, I never would. So I said, well, I'm going to go with where I've been. And uh, to me, later in my career, knowing my platform's not going to be there forever, my opportunity to change the world for the better uh, will only shrink from here. So uh, I said, what's the best vehicle to do that? I, I really believe it's clean water, and I believe that getting pro football players involved is the best way to do it. The roster is made up of former and current NFL players including Chris's brother, Kyle Long, of the Chicago Bears, the Jaguars, Calais Campbell, and the 2017 first overall pick, Miles Garrett, of the Cleveland Browns. You know, over 600 million people in the world don't have access to clean water. Half the world's hospital beds are occupied by people suffering from waterborne illness. Think about the efficiency that the world could operate if we were able to solve that crisis and We're not trying to solve the entire crisis, obviously, but we're trying to save lives, and we're saving children's lives, we're we're saving uh, people's lives, we're helping communities operate more efficiently. 
our mission was to initially put in 32 wells for 32 teams, and we are at 25 wells funded, 20 or so installed. We funded enough uh, wells for 100,000 people to enjoy clean water because of what the water boys have been able to do. Our next goal is going to be a million people, and I think that's uh, down the road very possible. These wells are, are large. They're, they're expensive. They're going for $35,000 to $45,000 a pop. But if you think about the fact that this is a solar-powered well that's not going to need a ton of maintenance, it's not going to break down, it's not a hand pump that's going to be breaking or people sitting there working the hand pump all day, it's an efficient machine, and, and it's going to provide water for thousands of people. The difference between a site that is barren with no water, it's really something that you can't wrap your head around until you see it. And then in contrast to the finished product, which is you know, a new solar-powered well, a community that's, that's got hope for a better tomorrow. To date, the Water Boys have raised over $1.3 million. The wells not only provide clean drinking water, but the ripple effect on the villages they serve is undeniable. Less kids are sick, um, at risk of dying from waterborne illnesses, so you're saving lives, you're improving agriculture, women and girls aren't walking, you know, miles and miles to get water that's probably so dirty you wouldn't even take a bath in it as an American, but uh, people in the third world are drinking this water uh, without a second thought, and oftentimes the burden is falling on young women and girls, so it's a gender issue as well. It's a way for communities to be more prosperous and to be more efficient. It's not just a way to save lives. So clean water is a big crisis that we need to get behind as human beings. We in America have had such an abundance of access to clean water. I promise you, if you take a trip somewhere where people don't have it, it'll change your whole perception of what it is. Still to come on the SC Featured podcast, I'll talk to the producer of this piece, Chris Duzan. But first, for all you listeners on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to subscribe so we're easy to find. And as a reminder, you can get alerts sent right to your phone by making the SC Featured Podcast a favorite in the ESPN app. You know, we're all human beings, so that's kind of the way I think about fighting for clean water for people halfway around the world. I'm very lucky to have the platform I've had to be able to play a game for a living. If I walked away without having affected other people's lives positively, I feel like it was a waste. You're listening to the SC Featured Podcast. I'm Jen Latta. I'm joined now by the producer of this story, Chris Duzan. All right, Chris, how did this story come about? So our stories come from all over the place, but this one actually kind of hit close to home because Michelle Beisner Buck, our reporter, actually knows Chris personally. So it was an easy one for her to pick out. It was interesting in the interview, I talked to him about kind of how he knew Joe and Michelle, and he told me a funny story about running into Joe in one of the uh, unlikeliest of places. When I first got back to the States, um, it's funny, I'll I'll backtrack, the the last night we were there, we come back from this seven-day hike, uh, really a grueling but very attainable hike, and we're celebrating uh, at a, a local bar, having a couple beers, and uh, we're having a good time, and in walks a couple people, and I hear somebody say my name. They're like, Chris, and I'm like, who the hell knows me in Tanzania? I'm halfway around the world. There's no way I know somebody in this bar, but it was Joe Buck and Doug Pitt, who are guys from Missouri. Obviously, I know Joe, 
and uh, they were there for a water project and they invited James and I uh, to the water project the next day. Unfortunately, we were flying out, so we weren't going to make it. And it crossed my mind. I said, that's something I'd like to get into later. What are the odds of all of those gentlemen convening in the same place in Tanzania? That's just unbelievable. And, and, and on some level, it must have been fate that they all were in the same place, and it kind of spurred this idea. There's so many things and so many causes that athletes get behind. Why did Chris choose clean water? I think Chris just truly had his eyes open to the water crisis when he was in Tanzania. You know, I, I recently traveled to Ghana for a story and had a similar experience. When you see some of the things that these people in these underdeveloped countries go through on a daily basis, it really makes you reflect back on how great we have it in the U.S., and sometimes it's easy to forget that. So I think it's really inspirational to see what Chris is doing in East Africa. It shows us that we we really can change the world. You know, if you visit his website, waterboys.org, they show you how far your dollar can go. For instance, with, with this charity in particular— you know, $6 can fund clean water for one person. $30 can get access for an entire household. So it's great to me to, to see a charity where you know exactly where your money is going. You know exactly what it's doing and gives us all hope that we can all make a difference. In the piece, Chris talks about the water boys. Who are they and how do they raise the money needed for these wells? So the water boys is, is made up of a roster of current and former NFL players First and foremost, one of the guys that he started this with is Nate Boyer. You might remember Nate Boyer from the Texas Longhorns. He's a former Green Beret who went on to play for the Seattle Seahawks. And as Chris describes him, he's a hero of his. So he formed this whole deal with Nate, and they started recruiting other players. First and foremost, Chris's brother, Kyle. That was an easy one to get right. And moved on to, you know, Connor Barwin, Johnny Hecker from the Los Angeles Rams, TJ Lang from the Detroit Lions. Anquan Bolden, who recently retired, James Laurinaitis, and most notably recently, Miles Garrett, the number one overall draft pick. So he's got quite the roster across the uh, the NFL. And as, as Chris described it to me, he said that his reach is really only as far as the communities that he is in. So obviously he's played for the St. Louis Rams, he's played for the New England Patriots, and now he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. So he feels like he can get to those communities. So the Waterboys roster really helps him increase his fundraising efforts because people might not care about who Chris Long is in Detroit or in Cleveland, but, you know, those people care about who TJ Lang is or care about who Miles Garrett is. So these players drive fundraising efforts in communities all across the U.S., and what Chris helps do is each year they all come together and they put on an initiative called Conquering Killy. I'll let Chris explain to you what that is. So Conquering Killy is one of my favorite things about Waterboys because one other thing that our foundation has been so passionate about has been our veterans, uh, men and women that have served our country. So this is a way to get veterans involved in the fight for clean water. It's awesome. I mean, I'm talking about I just won a Super Bowl. I was lucky enough to be in New England last year and, and uh, be a part of that. And a month later, I'm able to summit Kilimanjaro with single amputees, you know, men and women that served our country and retired NFL players together, uh, that camaraderie, but also the opportunity to be led by these folks that are pushing us up the mountain. You know, us able-bodied, you know, tough, macho NFL players, those men and women inspired us up the mountain, 20,000 feet all the way up. We're all fighting for people less fortunate and it's something everybody can get behind. So it's through this climb up Kilimanjaro that really helps drive the fundraising. 
Nate Boyer, you know, former NFL player, but more importantly, a former Green Beret, really has a heart for service. And he's their number one fundraiser at this point. He's raised over $165,000 for these wells that they're building in Tanzania. I think that's pretty amazing. It is remarkable how invested he is in this project. It is. It comes across when you talk to him. You know, we, we go and do so many features on these players. And when you're around him, you really see his passion for this project. And he takes the, the platform that he's been given as an NFL player very seriously. He talked quite a bit about living life with a purpose, and he had some really insightful things to say about that. I think your purpose is to always be trying to figure out what your purpose is. Uh, I think it, uh, your purpose as a human being should be whatever you want it to be and um, do that to the best of your ability. And for me, it's just uh, continually finding out what I was given this platform for. And for me, it wasn't just football. Uh, I think I'm very lucky to have the platform I've had to be able to play a game for a living. If I walked away without having affected other people's lives positively, I feel like it was a waste. So for me, I think uh, learning my purpose day to day as it changes and evolves and helping other people. Yeah, it's very obvious that Chris has a passion for philanthropy. What is the latest development in this, Chris? As we all heard earlier this season before it started, he said he was going to donate his first six game checks to a charity in Charlottesville to help fund a scholarship to his high school. Uh, it, was, it was a private boarding school. So he, he had already pledged his first six. Now we, we've found out that he's going to donate his last 10 game checks for charity. I think the reason he's doing that is he's played in the NFL for 10 years, so he's tying it all together. He's a 10-year NFL veteran donating his final 10 game checks. The name of the campaign is Pledge 10 for Tomorrow. So he's going to give all of the rest of his money split between four charities, and the charities are in the three communities he's played in. It's in St. Louis, Boston, and now Philadelphia. I think it's great to see a player, you know, put their money where their mouth is. He's he's not only, you know, walking the walk and talking the talk, but he's he's also throwing his money behind causes that he's passionate about. Which oftentimes is such a criticism of these athletes when they take a stand on some of these issues is, well, what are you doing about it yourself? So clearly he is doing something about it. Um, a very conscientious man. That has always touched me when I've seen pieces on him. I think one of the ones that really stands out is when SC Feature did the story of him and one of his teammates taking to the streets and being homeless for a short period of time just to see what it was like so that they could articulate it to other people. I think the NFL is really lucky to have a guy like Chris Long wearing the uniform and representing the Shield. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great thing about Chris is that, you know, he, he empathized with the nation's homeless and put himself in their shoes. And when he went to Tanzania and started battling the water crisis, he's not just sending checks over there and hoping something gets done. He's flying out there on his own halfway across the world, helping to install these wells, being in the communities that they're going in. So it's just an inspirational, remarkable story of a guy that's that's using his platform as he should. Yeah, and a fantastic example. Chris Duzan, producer of the Water Boys feature, thank you so much for joining us here. And thank you to all of you for listening to the SC Featured Podcast. Until next time, I'm Jen Latta.